Welcome to the Musician Mondays podcast hosted by your boy John Mike, where we hit those relevant topics for musicians, creatives, engineers, and producers of the like. We do interviews, all of those good things like that. The Musician Mondays podcast season three starts right now. What up with you guys? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jean-Michel, uh, and I am back again with Musician Mondays. You know how we do. You know, I always say about the Musician Monday podcast, uh, for most of us as musicians, as creatives uh, throughout the week, uh, that is our week end, Monday through Friday, and the week begin is typically on Friday. Most of our week weeks as creators don't begin until friday so monday is the weekend for a lot of us you know you just came off of your church gig your regular gig your whatever gig that you did on the weekend just kind of hitting it hard and all of that and now monday's here and you want to chill and relax and kind of decompress from the weekend so we're here to kind of give you some you know topics and some some things to kind of help you grow today i'm here with my brother from another mother that lives all the way on the other side of the usa y'all give it up for my dude marcus Murray, y'all give him up for this dude. The dude is always—he's got that million-dollar smile. Like that's what I call say about Marcus. This dude, that smile right there. Like I think he wakes up with that smile. I think this dude just just wakes up in the morning. His wife just be like, "Good morning." He's like, "What's up? What's what's going on, babe? What's what's going on? Good morning. You good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love you. What you want for breakfast? Oh, I want eggs. Eggs is just great. I just, I just. That's what I. That's what I picture in my head." <laughs> That you just wake up and you just always got that smile on, like all the time. Because every time I see you, that's that's just you, man. You just got that. Yeah. You just got that smile, and you got the you got the the, the light skin swag going on. <laughs> Drake swag. Your know. Drake swag. You know what I'm saying? Beard game. You know, just years in the game with the beard. Like I'm out here with straight stubble life. You know what I'm saying? Struggle stubble, you know, out here looking like I'm 22 and I'm almost 40. It's all good though. It's all good, man. I, I still love you, even though you got a beard better than I do. <laughs> man, John, I'm glad to be on with you, bro. You know, it's always a vibe every time. We it's always, man. It's always uh, just I'm comedy. Excited, it's, it's always it. comedy. It's always comedy. So, you know, if you know if I'm bringing Marcus on, y'all, if y'all been hanging with me for a long, if you know if I'm bringing Marcus on, we about to talk about money. That's what we about to talk about. We about to, it's 2022, we in the new year. All of you done made all of these resolutions and all of this stuff like that. I don't do revolutions. I, resolutions, I do um, I do revelations. So I try to get New Year's revelation instead of getting New Year's resolutions. Uh, so, uh, you know, all of our New Year's revelations, or at least mine's is, is to be able to always up the game each year, what I'm doing with my money, what I'm doing with my finances, how am I always working to the end? Because the reality of the fact as creatives, as musicians, you're going to retire. You're going to have to retire one day. I'm knocking on 40. This is the road to 40 for me. So like I'm looking at the game a whole different way now. It's just a whole different game because I'm like, I got five. In my point, in my, in my opinion, I got five years to retire. 45 is the new 65. You know what I'm saying? That's my goal. So I'm like trying to like just sew this game all the way up in the next five years. So Marcus is one of my my favorite 
like musicians and creatives because this dude right here uh has just figured it out he's figured out how to just double and triple and probably quadruple his net worth in the last like five years since i've known him he's just had this hustle mentality this dude be doing uber eats this dude be like <laughs> you too this dude be like killing the game and he's just like buying properties and all that stuff like that so i ain't gonna steal none of his shine i want you marcus for those who those people in the audience that might not know who you are might not be familiar because you be so low-key but you out here killing the game like give us that introduction bro tell us who you are and what you do Oh, well, John, thank you, bro. Um, so, yeah, my name is Marcus Murray, man. And uh, really, I'm just a, a church boy musician. Mm -hmm. uh, grew up in Pentecostal church. Wow. Started on the drums, uh, as we all, as many of us do, except for John, of course. Yeah, I'm the uh, only one. <laughs> only musician out here, dog, the keys player that did not start out on drums and still can't play drums to this day. Right. I, did, I didn't, it's not that I didn't start on drums. <laughs> It's the fact that I just never learned how to play drums all together. And I know that the audience is just like, boo, and they throwing popcorn at me right now. Right. Like, this right. dude <laughs> started out on drums. Yeah. So, yeah, man, started on drums, uh, ended up uh, transitioning to piano and, you know, played in, played in church really up until last year. Uh, wow. Played in church my whole life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, got married young, got married at 21. And we just did the married thing. What do you do? As Americans, man, you get credit cards, you go to school, you get student mm -hmm, loans, mm -hmm. you get, uh, you know, mortgages. And so um, we did that. And me and my wife and in 2015, I lost I was working two jobs, overworking myself, wow. two full time jobs, I lost one. And then we were hit with the realization that, man, we can't even we we live in California. We're making thirteen hundred dollars a month Sheesh. and the bills outweigh that. So Sheesh. We got serious about what we wanted to do. We formulated a plan. And uh, in 2017, long story short, we were able to pay off our debts using simple strategies that maybe we might get into. Uh, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. that was really the foundation to get me to where I am now. And since 2017 to current, uh, I've been able to we, we invest 40% uh, of our of our income from our wow. W2 jobs. And we also invest in real estate. We, we got uh, our fifth property last year, Ooh. late last year. So five dog, I mean, man. the hand of God out here <laughs> just with properties. Dang. Yeah, so the, I, don't, I don't see see those that are, that are watching and listening. I don't, I, I know that was like a real synopsis, but this dude just basically gave you a master class in like a, a minute and a half of like how he did it. Like, and we're going to try to backtrack and dig into this meat real good and see how he like, like get the principles. But he just, this dude paid off debt, paid off debt. He said he's investing 40% of his income and in investing it, investing for, 40%? Some of y'all can't, some of y'all out here can't even pay tithes. Talking none, nonetheless, talking about taking the tithe times four and putting in investments. What? That's that's crazy, dog. Like I that's crazy. So, okay. So, okay, man, where 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 do we start? I feel like I'm at a buffet here because I so much I wanna I wanna dig into with this. Uh, so I'm gonna get my fork and let's start start with the debt. Thing. Let's let's start there. Like, okay, 2017, that's when you paid it off, right? Yes, sir. So when was the realization for you that 
uh, you, as they say, the, the saying goes up to your eyeballs in debt when you like, when did you realize that you were, uh, you were, you were sinking and weren't man, swimming? Man, John, like debt was always this elephant in the room. It was mm-hmm. always this thing that I knew I was going to have to address mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. but you just kicked the can down the road. And Sheesh. when I lost my second full-time job and I was like, man, I can't even make the minimum payments anymore. So Dang. that was that was like the the wake up call that I needed yeah. because I was I was in a sunken place, you know, thinking <laughs> that <laughs> thinking that as long as I make my minimums, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And then so that was the that was the the wake up call I needed. Hopefully, yeah. like with conversations like this, you can fix your situation and, and, and understand that you need to get out of your, you know, get out of the debt without having to, you know, hit the rock bottom. But for me, yeah. it, I needed that. So yeah. immediately you go into panic, panic survival mode. And we were actually blessed of my wife to uh, get back into the workforce yeah. and she got good employment. So now we we're, we're, we're able to pay our minimums, but we said, you know what? We didn't like that feeling we were just in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. We couldn't even do that. So let's get rid of some of this debt. And so that's when we began to like research and, and see, you know, what are some strategies to paying off debt? Yeah. The simple strategy that we use, John, we just paid the smallest bill first okay. and rolled that over. It's called snowball. So then yeah. you take that money that now you're, you have access to because you paid your smallest bill off and you could take that and put it on the next. Yeah. Bill. Put it on the next joint. Yeah. And so you just snowball that up to your biggest payment, which for us was our mortgage. Uh, yeah. We were blessed to, you know, get a, a three bedroom condo in California in 2009. Okay. $86,000. I don't even, I can't even imagine that ever happening again, but. Oh, bro. <laughs> no, I already know. I got, I got you, you and many other friends out in Cali. I know that yeah. the real estate and the rental market out there is just stupid. It's insane, John. So with that, we was like, man, what, why, why would we play with it? Why would we stretch this 30 for throughout a 30 year mortgage? Yeah. Let's kill it. And so we just began to get into attack mode, um, taking every extra, penny we had from me playing at different churches playing at different gigs you know called it our hustle season anything we could do to get extra income we did that and we put it towards our debt so now so dope we were able you know in 2017 to realize our goal of finally paying off the debt man y'all give it up in the comments for for marcus murray paying off all the debt and the crib in 2017 that means this dude has not had a mortgage well i think you just bought another house yeah. didn't you okay 2019 so but, we did yeah but i'm pretty sure those uh, we'll get into that how those investments basically let you have a debt-free house for the most part because of the way those things are coming in but you you paid off that mortgage that a dream that a lot of and i don't think uh, the the principle there's there's this principle the principle of the snowball snowballing your debt gets like it's so underrated. Like it gets like thrown like down, like, you know, it's so simple that, you know, as they say, you missed the, you missed the forest for the trees. You know what I mean? You, it's it's so, it's so small of a, of a principle that really can give you the big results. And that's how you did. And this took you how long to do this to to, to when you started snowballing to pay off the the mortgage. It took how long? A little over two and a half years, two and a half years. You went from up to your eyeballs in debt, hundred and ten thousand, hundred and ten k in debt to completely debt free. Yes, sir. That's 
See, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's one of the reasons why this dude is like number one in my book when it comes to like money, because like the fact that you can do that, it's the scripture in Proverbs that I'm not sure exactly where it lands. Because I, I always I know the scriptures, but I can never tell you exactly the number in the verse and chapter. But I know it's in Proverbs and it talks about the, the actual scripture is talking about like uh, if you uh, co-sign for somebody. You know, and take up a surety, I think it says, for your neighbor, neighbor's debt, basically, blah, blah, blah. But the the principle is, I think, what I'm the, the beat part of that version, of that verse, um, is where you kind of land. It said, let not your eyes uh, take sleep until you have, like, paid that debt off. That's basically a paraphrasing there. And that's what you did. You saw where you were, and you just said, I'm going, whatever I got to do, gigs, uh, selling tracks, you know, doing this, doing that, wife picking up this, picking up that, whatever we got to do. And you guys executed it and killed the debt in two years. Yeah. That's that's nuts, bro. Yeah, John, and you said some dope stuff because it's 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 so simple and it's not sexy, right? Exactly. For lack of a better term. Exactly. A lot of us want to, man, that's not, nah, teach me how to make money. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's cool. We're going to get there. Yeah, but it's 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 like when musicians, it's like when you want a musician to just show you them chords, right? right. <laughs> As opposed to no, no, let me teach you the theory behind yeah. it. Yeah, so you can do it, you know. But that's not sexy, right? It's you not sexy. Nah, man, teach me that run real quick. You, you know, know, I was I was talking to C Dub, uh, and we did his interview and stuff. We were talking. He said something that just. Oh, it's like so it's so simple that you he said we was talking about business and we was talking about like how to like, you know, you know, like this whole thing that people get into. They'll tell you, you know, jump. Just 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 you just gotta jump out there and do it. And of course when people say jump out and do business, the first thought jump comes to uh lean on me where he's still they sit on that scene in the roof. He's like, What you gonna go on, jump? Jump, just jump. So that comes to my that comes about whenever I hear the word jump. Uh, anybody say jump? That's what comes to my mind. But he was talking about how people just tell you, just you know, man, you just gotta, you just gotta jump, man. You just gotta, you just you, those ideas that you got, that business, that 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 thing, you just gotta jump out there and do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And I, my point was like, yeah, um, jumping is 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 there's there's an execution to jumping. Like nobody, if you talk to like seasoned jumpers. Like people that actually jump out of planes and yeah. bungee jump and things like that, they'll tell you like there's a science to it. Like there's a certain point you gotta jump. There's a certain type of clothes you gotta have on when you jump. You can't jump in blue jeans. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you, gotta, right. you gotta have a flight suit on. That's what the fools be having on when they jump out these planes. And so, and not only that, there's a there's a point to put pill to parachute, and there's a point where you gotta land. Every part of the jump is executed. That was my point. Yeah. But dub messed me up with this one thing what he said was um he said man forget about jumping he said you just need to start like how about we just let's start let's not worry about what we're gonna do when we jump yeah let's just start <laughs> you know so like you said most people on when it comes to the to the um to the debt conversation, the money conversation, the wealth, building wealth and doing all of those things, they want to get to the sexy stuff. Man, show, man, show me how you, how you man, how'd you buy all them properties? How'd you, man, give me the, what was the interest rate you got on that? And what was the, they want to get into the meat. What, how, what was the, uh, you know, what was the stock at when you first invested in it? And what, what was the, what was the, what was the ratio? And none of that. they want to get into all of the, the sexy stuff. And you're like, wait, 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 w
that taken care of? Right. Are you making more money? You bringing home more money than you are uh, paying out because it's not about what you make. It's about what you keep. So you just got to start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, and I think that's where we, we, we lose it. We, and it's the same. It's across everything. It's not just with money, like you said, with musicians and chords and mm-hmm. doing all this. Like everybody wants to get to, man. Show me that Mike Burrell. Show me that. Show me that. Show me. Show me that stuff, man. Show me the good stuff. And I, uh, no, no, man. I don't want to learn the A minor scale. No, I don't right. want to do that. <laughs> no. Right. But you're trying to tell you, like, if you learn the A minor scale, <laughs> then you it's learn how to. Road. It's gonna help you down the road because you gotta learn scales. Then you gotta when scales come chords, yep. and then from chords come uh, progressions. You know, runs, all those runs that I'm doing. Where you think those runs came from? That's a scale, bro. Like, that's yeah. you, you got to get down to the foundation. And like you said, getting out of that debt first. So I know it's a lot of people that's working, watching. Uh, they have, uh, you know, debt issues and things that they're trying to figure out as well. So, so okay, 2017, you pay off the debt. What's the, what's the next phase there? So when we were working on our last big payment, which, which was our mortgage. Mm-hmm. We had, we knew if we can stay consistent, we're going to pay it off on this day. So yeah. what we did with that time was let's think of, let's think about what we're going to do after we do this. Cause it's already, it's, it's a, it's a calculation, right? Yeah. We know what's going to happen. So we started researching ways to invest. And my thought process was we're just going to take all that extra money because now we're, we've, we've built this muscle mm-hmm. of, living on this this amount because we've been yeah. using the other amount to pay off debt so now we're just going to transition that to some type of uh stock market investing okay uh, at mm-hmm. the time i was thinking maybe we just invest in the total stock market mm-hmm. index mm-hmm. which gives you gives you a little piece of everything and just yeah. something that you know has a little volatility and you can gain consistently yeah. and that sounded good but my wife was like what, what about real estate as well and then i was like well what mm-hmm. what did you have in mind so we started re- researching people who are retiring mm-hmm. with properties. So they buy a property and they simply rent it out to someone else. And right. that person not only pays down the mortgage, but uh, the cash flow, you know, they're able to use that to reinvest or, yeah. you know, live, whatever. So I said, okay, uh, let's look into that. And so we just started researching John and we just speaking to the jump thing <laughs> <laughs> after researching. Yeah. You researched though. Yeah. We jumped in 2018 and we bought our first property um, uh, in North Carolina, out, out your way. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, see, again, Marcus is like an onion. Like, you're always peeling back these layers, like, to this dude. Like, I don't know. I See, I, I want to make sure that my audience is really understanding the gravity of what your ears are hearing right now. This dude lives in Cali, Sacramento. This dude bought a house in Char- not in Charlotte, in Greensboro, North Carolina. This dude bought a house on the other side of the country. That's like what we call, that's like them baller moves. It's like, like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. What, what you got going on today? Ah, oh, man, I'm fly here, man. Fly here to North Carolina, man, buy this property today, you know. I'll be back tomorrow, man. Go ahead and sign these closing papers, you know. <laughs> I hear falling. Who flying across the buying properties, dude? Man. Man. Well, the thing was of it, John, is that like the the internet is is just beautiful, man, because you can do everything virtually. I mean, we saw that unfold during this pandemic. So 
guess we was a little bit ahead of our time, but yeah. uh, you know, I tell people that want to get into real estate out of state, like there's four simple things that you need to know. Mm-hmm. First thing is you need to build your core four. So you got okay. your agent, you got your, your uh, lender, mm-hmm. where, how are you going to fund the property? Maybe you have cash. Maybe you need to, you know, uh, this is good. D- deal with a lender. Yeah. And three is a general contractor. Okay. And four, because you're out of state, you're going to need a property manager. You're going to need someone to manage that property. True. And the cool thing of it is, is if you find one superstar out of that four, they're going to have access to the other three, usually. Mm. So we just hit up real estate agents. Hey, we're, we're investors in California. Um, we're looking for something in this price range. If we get something in this price range, we, we've done the research and we know that we'll get a return on our investment. If we get something, a three bedroom, two bath or whatever. Wow. And so then they start shooting you listings and, you know, they'll, they'll go through and they'll know contractors. If you need them, they'll know, I uh, have mm-hmm. to know a property manager. They may be a property manager. Yeah. So we just started with our agent, man. And it kind of, it just took wow. off from there. We were able to do everything remote and that, and then it, you know, yeah. it ended up with us doing a, a day turnaround trip. Like, Hey, we just going to come sign a paper. We already, we did our due diligence online. So let's just, Jeez. let's get let's the, going. Man. Man, shout out to Marcus Murray, man, for flying across the country buying property. Sheesh. So, okay, this dude, okay, core four. That's the principle I got out of that. Yes, you said your real estate agent, uh, your contractor, mm-hmm. uh, your um, property lender. manager, lender, and then your property manager. Those are your core four. So for those who are writing this stuff down, which you should be if you're really serious about getting the money. This is, I want to pit stop right here. This is why I'm, I'm you probably may be wondering, like, why are these dudes on here talking about, you know, real estate? This is, this is a music, musician, Monday, like podcast. What, what y'all on here talking about real estate? That's like, you're supposed to be on like bigger pockets or, or something like that, talking about that kind of crap. I'm here with this real estate, man. What's up with this real estate, man? I want to hear about these chords, bro. Like, I want to hear about like this. No, 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 no. Listen, you, 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 you young guy, you young musician, you middle-aged musician, who, whomever, wherever you land on the spectrum. Uh, the reason that we are, are digging in so hard on this, and I wanted to bring Mark, Marcus on and talk about this kind of stuff, is because we do not talk about this kind of stuff in our community. Um, and creatives and musicians, we are the world's worst when it comes to managing our money, managing our finances. You're spending all your money on gear and Jordans, and you, you're putting it on, you're putting it in the wrong place. You're putting it in your mouth, as my wife said, goes in your mouth and not your butt. <laughs> That's what my wife talks about all the time. So you, 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 you're, you're, you're not thinking about tomorrow. You're not thinking about it. You're, you're 22. Yeah, you're 22 right now. And it's everything is, is just so simple. And it's so, uh, you know, you just, you, you just moved out of your mom's house or you still staying with your mom or you, you know, you and your girl just got married. I'm praying you and your girl just got married. Y'all ain't shacking up out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you, you out here, you know, doing some things and you're not thinking about, like, cause I'm telling you 10 years, 15 years, they come like that, bro. And you, you wake up and you like, I'm waking up and I'm like, yo, 40, dude, what happened to 20? Yeah. What happened to 35? Like what happened? Like it went like that. And so now I'm looking at like, okay, realistically as a creative, how do you retire as a musician? 
How do you retire? How do you do these things? Because most of us don't have, we, we don't, we, we're contractors. We W nine in it. You know what I'm saying? How you buy a house. You know, I had to learn all of these lessons real quick in the last year, trying to buy a house as a business owner, as a entrepreneur that gets, that has gotten 1099 income and doesn't have W two in, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to figure out, how to prove income. So there's things that you might not be thinking about uh, that are down the line. If you get married, when you have kids, when you want to buy a house, when you want to uh, get a, get a um, retire, that's just the ultimate thing that we're looking because you don't want to be sitting. Sorry. You, you shouldn't want to be sitting at your grandfather's church, still playing organ at 48, 49. And all you've done with your life is just, you know, been a church musician 55 and you still sitting on somebody's keyboard like yo 55 bro you should be traveling you should be like you you should be somewhere with your grandkids enjoying life out on a beach somewhere right out, out on the out on the lake with your boat riding around you know what i'm saying traveling the country doing those type things that's why we're having this conversation having this conversation because you guys don't save your money you don't invest it right and then you 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 have situations and circumstances to come up and you end up like broke, broke, as my yeah. wife would say. Yeah. So I don't know. That I just had. I had. To, that was a soapbox. I'm off. I'm off. Nah, nah, John. I like that, bro. Because <laughs> on my last podcast, like I said this to our listeners, it's like for the average person to retire, you're gonna mm-hmm. need so retire. Come on, spell it out, 60, bro. From 65 to let's say you live. God bless you. Live to 85 years old. Mm-hmm. Some people are living longer than that. Let's mm-hmm. say from 65 to 85, you're gonna need the average person gonna need 1.5 million dollars. To live from 65 to 85. That's right? just 20 years, bro. That's 20 years. That's and just 20 so, years. Exactly. Or for when from whenever you retire yeah. to to your, you know, to Lord take you home. Yeah. The average person's gonna need 1.5 million. The average couple's gonna need two million to two point five million wow. to live comfortably. Wow. And so think about what you have not only in your bank, what what what, what do you have? What do you own right now? What's your mm. net worth right now? And I think about how far you are away from that number. Jesus. That's why me and John are talking to, li- listen to your big homies. That's why we're talking yeah. to yeah. young cats and even the older uh, generation yeah. of musicians. It's like, it's that serious. It's that real. So yeah. every move you make now needs to have that in mind. Yeah. You can't just, you can no longer just do stuff because it feels dope, because mm-hmm. it's a vibe. Like mm-hmm. everything on. I do, John, it's about my kids. They're come on. needing to go to college. Come on. My wife needing to come off her job at some come point on. and retire. And me wanting to retire and enjoy my life at some point. So come it's on. like you gotta be thinking with that in mind. Like yeah. and it's not selfish. It's not a selfish thing yeah. to think like that. You know what it's I mean? Not, so it's not I think it's sometimes necessary. yeah, we we got we get hit with the gas, like thinking about wealth or building wealth is is a selfish thing or it's not biblical. Yeah, and that, it couldn't be further from the truth. Further from the truth, man. It's it's like what I call a uh, uh, you, we, me and my wife, we we just did it last week, um, right as the year was ending, uh, doing what we call the financial forecast mm. for the year, um, and just like your your financial forecast, a forecast is just like you think weather, like your weather forecast. So, like, what is your weather forecast? You open up the weather app, you put it on the news, whenever however you you figure out the weather, you ask Siri, 
You do those things like that. I try to say not not try to say the words so I don't let everybody's phones go off. But um, you you do those things to 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 get the weather forecast because you want to know what's coming up and how to prepare. Is it going to be hot today? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be uh, raining? You know, is it going to snow? Like you want to know what's going what's going to happen in your week. You have to do the same thing with your finances. And and this is easy. Like meteorologists, they learn how to look at the sky and look at the the the, the trends of, of climate and how things but to be able to predict what's going to happen in the course of a week or within 10 days. They can tell you pretty much what you're going to be looking at based on what the data is telling them. So. Likewise, as uh, as a as an individual, you can do the same thing with your finances. There are certain things that's always going to be coming back around: birthdays, holidays, Christmas, um, all of these things. Uh, braces for your children, the dental dental appointments, and doctor's appointments, and there's. Um, uh, you know, if you want to take a vacation, you know, in the middle of the year, if you're going to do, you know, you have to sit back and do that financial forecast. And we don't do that. We just kind of get up and go with the flow. And then when the flow hits us, you didn't realize that you should have put a coat on that you should have put, you know, you should have grabbed an umbrella when you walked out because there are things that are going to happen in your life. Even five years, 10 years out there, you know, you're going to want to get a house. You're going to want to get married. You're going to want to get a house. You're going to want to pay that house off at some point or, or have some kind of plan to do that. You're going to want to retire, you know. So why aren't you thinking about those things at 22? 20? I wish I would have started thinking about these things at 22, 23, 24, 25, near 30. If I had been thinking about these things at that time and not thinking about when the next, you know, how am I going to get, how am I going to raise the house this weekend? You know, I can't wait to get to Sunday. So for the next bump, you know, looking for the next click track, you know what I mean? Yep. Like I said, we try to get on this grown man stuff, and let's talk yeah. about like not when the next bump is going to be, and what's the next what's the next wave on yep. that. But where is the where is the best real estate at? Where's the where's what's what's my next buy gonna be? What's my next invest? Those are the conversations that I'm trying to have at this point in in juncture in my life, and I'm hoping that we can interject you into this conversation. Anyway, soapbox two, I'm off. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Nah, John, it's 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 real, man. And uh, you know, like like how you said, a lot of it is who you who you surround yourself with. Like, Facts. That's why I love being in group threads with John. Yeah. And you know, being a text away from uh, people who are doing things that I want to do and who Facts. are you know have like mentalities because when you hang around people that that ain't really thinking about it, then mm-hmm. you find yourself being the same way. And so it's important yeah. to like get in spaces like this, like the uh, Musician Monday podcast and, and just kind of start to curate your, what, what you intake, you know, cause mm. I think that's, that's so important, man. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just great to, to really have these conversations and, uh, and uh, to really take heed to what, what big homies is, is trying to let, let y'all know, man. <laughs> so digging deeper. Now we are yes, out, but we don't beat you. We don't beat y'all over the head enough. Let's let's let's. So so the ones that that got offended, they done got offended and they left. Already logged off. They already unlogged off. They already done. They already done took their AirPods out their ear. You know what I mean? <laughs> and got out the. You know, swiped up on the app. They right. they they done went. They done went on to something else, and they on they on they on uh YouTube somewhere watching uh watching uh 
uh, Corey Mickey, you yeah. know, do the next, <laughs> right. do another pay, praise break. You know what I mean? They, they, that's what they, that's what they are. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Shout out to Corey Mickey. Ain't nothing wrong with Corey right. Mickey. He's, right. he's he's killing the game. But I'm just saying, like, right. you on you on to the next bump. You ain't something what we talking about over here. So we gonna for the ones that are still in the room, we gonna we gonna continue the conversation. And I wanna I wanna talk talk to Marcus about how he's built these built, continue to build this real estate empire. Bought one property in when was the first property bought we bought that in march of 2018 wow and then uh john you know people, a lot of people have bad experience yeah uh with you know real estate or you know you hear real estate horror stories yeah man our experience was so good that we went back and did it again in uh october of that same year wow and uh yeah man so uh, just to kind of give i know we can't really do a huge deep dive but no, just no, no. give you a little insight on how we got the first our strategy for financing the first couple properties. Yeah. When we paid off our primary residence, mm-hmm. you know, it was $86,000 and the market had expanded itself. So we, we had some built-in equity yeah. along with, you know, a, a zero, you know, we paid up, paid down our 86,000. Yeah. So yeah. it had ballooned to 200, around 220,000. That's wow. how much equity we had in that home. So Sheesh. we looked at a strategy called a home equity line of credit. Mm-hmm. where You could tap into that equity. You could, it's like opening a line of credit uh, in your house is the collateral. So we did that. And a lot of people do that, John, but they do that and they get their, uh, their kitchen remodeled or uh-huh, uh-huh. luxury vacation. But then they, all they did was create another bill. So now they have mm-hmm. to pay it back. Mm-hmm. So what we did, we said, we're going to take that money and buy an income producing asset, real estate. So that's dope. We, yeah. So we were able to fund it ourselves. The first house we bought cash using that strategy. And then we tapped back into that line of credit and bought the second home with the conventional loan. Now, Jeez. with with all of those different ways that we purchased those house, those homes, we still were cash flowing. We st- our return was still mo- uh, plenty to pay off yeah. the mortgage, pay the home equity line of credit, and still cash flow. Wow! So we just re- you know saved that money up, and we knew, hey, we're gonna come back and, and rinse and repeat and, and do this again. So, man, took some time off uh 2019 2020 we just stacked the real estate money yeah and then last year 2021 we bought we were able to purchase three more properties in another state so this dude <laughs> see I, i'm i'm hoping you hear in the game this dude has bought five properties in the last two and a half almost three years three years yeah. this dude has bought five properties out of state not even in cali he bought properties in you said i know you said north carolina right you got two out here right yeah two in greensboro north carolina and three in montgomery alabama so okay strategy i'm digging into your brain now okay why those particular markets man so we knew that california like you said earlier john we wouldn't be able to get uh, any bank for our buck yeah. So the home, you can't get a home um, that justified, you know, the, the return on investment here. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to take our earning power here yeah, and go somewhere where the cost of living was a little lower. And honestly, John, North Carolina came about because you said you was moving there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I got a big homie that's moving to North Carolina. There must be something going on good right. there. I'm glad. I started I'm glad. doing my research. I'm glad you know? that they moved to New York. Jeez. Right. <laughs> So, 
I was looking at, we actually were looking at Charlotte and, wow. and it, Charlotte was, uh, I remember that. Yeah, as you know, man, Charlotte has boomed probably since yeah. you've gotten there. It's oh, bro, it's crazy. It's nuts. So Charlotte is lit. So we said, well, what's near Charlotte, right? So mm. we looked, Greensboro, that's about an hour and a half away. All right, let's mm -hmm. see what we got there. So we started doing running numbers there. And we use something called the 1% rule, another, okay. uh, another okay. hack. So 1% rule is a good way to know if this is a good area or not, or should I just scrap it and look somewhere else? So okay. you want to, let's say you get a home, you, you're looking to purchase a three-bedroom home for $100,000. Mm -hmm. You want to know, can I get at least $1,000 rent return for that? Mm. That's, that's your 1%. And if you can, okay. you know, this is going to be a decent return and you can move forward. If you know, I'm not even hitting that 1%. That's how you, you know, nah, let's, try to, let's look somewhere else. This market's too high. Mm. So, 1% rule. Okay. 1% rule. That's good. The Greensboro met, met that. And so we bought those two there. And we, we were going to, when we were back on the market to buy in 2021, we looked at Greensboro again, and now Greensboro's lit. So <laughs> we was like, man, we can't even afford nothing there now, you know, because because we have a price point we want to be as far yeah. as what we want to what we want to spend. Yeah. And so we we started looking. I actually listened to a podcast where a gentleman was an investor in Montgomery, and I said, well, let's look at this. This dude take that same uh, template and yeah. move it to Montgomery. Let's okay. get an agent there. Let's get then does that agent know a property manager? So on, so on, and so forth. So we're able to just do that in Montgomery, and Montgomery looks like the place for us for the moment where we're gonna yeah. keep, keep stacking. Yeah. So, so man, so much there. So one percent rule. This and he's he's using the one percent rule, and he's using the one for. I'm taking like major notes because me and my wife are actually looking at purchasing our first rental property this year, and so I'm 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 all as they say all ears. I'm just li I'm just listening and soaking it up. One percent rule. You know, can you get? So that's the one percent rule. Can you get one percent, basically, of what? Uh, the the pro you're paying for the purchase price per purchase price. So if you're paying a hundred back in rent, can you get that back in rent per month? Yes, that's that's I got it, got it. And then the rule of four, I got the rule of four. Yeah. That's that's crazy. So okay, question I have: If you're okay, so I know you talked about home equity line mm -hmm. of credit with um with uh property number one is how y'all did that and then y'all went conventional with the second one yes um so in conventional loan for those who know it's, it's conventional loan it's just yeah. like you know you got fha mm -hmm. you got different types of loans that you can get conventional is when we when we bought our house we had because i was a business owner i couldn't do it mm -hmm. you know fha and because of the purchase price of what the house was in the region the area they wouldn't let me do fha so i had to do conventional um so uh with these other three that you did did you do conventional or did you guys tap back into your home equity on that so the dope thing about the home equity situation john was that was attached to our primary residence in uh, our condo that we had paid off. Mm -hmm. So we decided to finally, you know, upgrade and get our forever home in 2019, yep. December, 2019. Got it. So that line of credit was, was a, a line in the HUD statement. It was, it was a lien. It was something mm. that needed to be paid off. So when we sold that home, that line of credit was paid off and thus giving us the first home free and clear. Got so, it. That was really dope. Um, and we haven't, you know, taken out another line of credit now because we, we're able, we're seeing our real estate income kind of stack and balloon at a rate yeah. to where we, 
we don't have to use that strategy anymore. That's good. That's good. But it was definitely a good strategy to get things started. Get and things then we started, were able yeah. to pay that off. And so now we own the home free and clear. So it's, it's really been dope. So we we went conventional uh, for the next three. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I just trying to see if, you know, now you explained it perfectly. I wanted to kind of get the benefits of yeah. the pros versus cons of going conventional yeah. versus just, you know, cause I think somebody would say, Oh man, 220 K. Why don't you just pull everything out? You know, just go all in, you know, <laughs> but like you said, you, you sold the, you sold the crib, you know what yeah. I mean? So, and some people will uh, wash, rinse and repeat and just keep using that first house as their bank, which, yeah. which is cool. Just know that, it's not free money and you're going to have true. to pay that back. So now if I use a line of credit to fund a real estate property and let's say I don't buy that real estate property cash, let's say I get a mm. loan on that. Well, now mm. you have two loans. Mm. You have, so, so your rent has to make sure it's covering that rental property and that line of credit that you took out. Cause they both want their money. So it makes sense. Yep. you have to make sure with interest. <laughs> yeah. With interest. So you have to make sure you, you're, you're getting enough return. Yeah. cover both of those and you want sense. you know you want some cash flow after that too <laughs> definitely 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 so what what is what's the what's the uh my my favorite word what's the end game what's the what's the, what's the end game for you with 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 the real estate like where do you get at what point do you get uh to where you feel like you're cash flowing enough from is it is it is the strategy all rental property or do you got some other investments in there or is it you just kind of going all in with real estate and what's your goal to kind of overarching goal to where you say done that's a great question john so pretty much man real estate is a part of our investment strategy so we do real estate has become a self-sustaining thing to okay. where we don't use our w-2 income to fund real estate mm. now i've been blessed to have some other ventures as far as music mm -hmm. and so i do use that as like a a, a boost to yeah. accelerate the real estate yeah uh, strategy that we're using to to retire right mm -hmm, but with mm -hmm. our w-2 income we're we're going all stock market and we're using okay. simple investment vehicles like our 401k that we get right. from our employer and then outside of our 401k through our employer we have roth iras yeah we're investing okay. in just index funds simple index funds i may get more into single stocks this year because there's some opportunities there but yeah, that's the market side. So we got that churning and then we got the real estate side churning. And so mm. real estate is being able to pay for itself with the got rent it. that I'm getting from this one and that one. We're able to stack that up and then go get another property. So for got me, you. it's dope because real estate is cash flow, mm -hmm. whereas these market investing uh, vehicles, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half. You have mm -hmm. to wait till you're 65 to really tap into yeah, that's those. Your long, that's your long term. That's long game. Yeah. But real estate, if I get to our lucky number is 13, if we get to house number 13, mm -hmm. we'll make enough income to outpace what we make on our W-2 jobs. Got so it. We could, in turn, at that point, retire. And and we still got, you know, that, that stock market money. So, man, I, I know it sounds like a lot to the listeners, but mm -hmm. it's, it's it's just, it's yeah. important to, to invest, man, some kind of way. If it's some real estate... If it's stock market, whatever it is, I agree. I'm gonna say this, John, and I'm gonna let you get your next. No, you're good, man. The last year we all lost money. Mm -hmm. Inflation was close to seven percent last year, Bruh. the highest since the '80s. I think early '80s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you had your money in cash and in, in a savings account and checking account, congratulations, you lost seven percent of your money. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So investing is no longer a, a, a it's, it's something you have to do. You gotta do it. Just yeah. to keep pace with inflation. Mm. Every day you wake up, your money is worth less. It's, it can buy you less today than it could True. yesterday. So mm-hmm. investing, while it is a vehicle to retire and to gain money, mm-hmm. it's, it really is just helping you not to lose your money. So right. it really is becoming less of an option. So yeah. you want to invest some kind of way. I, I, I totally agree with you on that, man. Cause I'm telling you, like even looking at like groceries and stuff like that, my, you know, now, you know, it's, 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 it's we got, we, it's eight of us in this house. You know, there's, there's seven other humans upstairs, you know, in this, in this one building that we're this one, you know, house that we're in, there's seven other humans upstairs. So, uh, when they, when my wife started, I mean, it's like she, she, Pull that grocery bill in. That's like our highest bill in the house is the grocery bill. Yep. She pulled his grocery bill in, bro. Like, and she she sent it in. And I'm like, yo, okay, you you spent what? How much? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I spent yada yada yada. And I'm like, because we do we do our groceries like monthly. That's what strategy this work best for us. We like try to do or at least bi weekly. You know, mm-hmm. if it depends on how these these these. I'm trying not to say the other word. Yeah. <laughs> these cats eat. <laughs> I was, I won't say the other word, <laughs> and I'm gonna get demonetized for right. saying the word. Uh, how these cats eat, and uh, so so we. Um, but but the thing is, it's like man, she she spends this money, and then like I go to the refrigerator and I open. I'm like, what did you? It's like where you spend? How where's the food? Right? Yeah, like I open up the pantry. I'm like. I just wanted a snack. It ain't nothing to snack on in here. What you mean? We you just spent whatever, blah blah blah, last week. What's the? There's nothing in here, right? You know, right. because like you said, it's worth like the, the like man, like the like you gotta invest to to like you said, outpace what you're losing in inflation, mm-hmm. and it's only gonna continue to uh to to move in that same direction as our economy tries to stabilize itself and all of those yeah. things like that, but. I think, uh, like you said, like, you know, taking those investments, I've been investing in a lot of index funds uh, and things like that, VTI. Yeah. Um, those are good. And if you don't know what an index fund is, I know there's probably some people, because like I said, we're talking with musicians, creators, mm-hmm. and producers. Index funds are basically um, a collection of stocks. So instead of investing in uh, a regular stock, like say you want to buy Tesla, you know, with Tesla's like 1100 almost $1,200 a share right now. That means one share of that company costs 1200 bucks. Or if you want to buy Apple, which is somewhere like, I think 108, depending on the time of this video, 170, $180 a share. Yeah. You can take and buy, go take a thousand dollars and buy like three or four shares of Apple, you know, with that. But what's the, the dope thing about, um, uh, index funds and also what they call uh, ETFs, which is a type of index fund exchange exchange traded funds. They invest in the collection of stocks, so you can pick what they call like sectors, like finance or banking, or with well, the same thing, banking. But uh, you can uh, um, um, uh, real estate, real estate. You can do REITs. Uh, of course, tech. you could tech. You know, so let's say you can find a good tech ETF that invests in all of those. Um, uh, all of the tech sec- uh, sector, um, a couple of them, they, they kind of escaped my mind right now. I put them like down in the description, some of the stuff that I'm invested in. But like tech sector, that means if you invest in, in this ETF or this index fund, you're by default, instead of 
buying into Apple or Amazon or Facebook and Tesla, you're buying into all of them at once because they, they buy these. You, you, so that's how they work. And so as those companies grow as F Apple and Facebook and um, um, Tesla and all of them grow in that tech sector, as they continue to profit, the value of that stock or that ETF or that index fund goes up. And there's been consistently ETFs and index funds have consistently outbeat the market uh, analysts and, you know, your average, you know, brokerage and people that are trying to sell you like they have outpaced the market uh, by like 10 percent. 8 to 10% consistently for the last like 50 60 years. So ETFs and you know and different things like that are the one of the best ways you can invest in the market and it's become my strategy for investing. I do have some single stocks. I do have some stock in Tesla. I do have some stock in uh, Apple um, and I have uh, stock in some other little things. So, cause I invest in what I believe in. So for instance, I just bought an F-150. I just bought a Ford one F-150 dream truck. Finally got a chance to buy it. So you know what I did after I bought the truck, I went on the market and I bought stock in Ford because if I love it, if I believe in it, then there's a, there's, there stands the reason that there are going to be other uh, investors and other people out there that and other people that love this company as well. So I invest, I use Sony cameras, you know, for like all of my production and stuff. So you know what I invested in? I invested some money in Sto in Sony. Took some took just a few hundred bucks. You don't have to go invest thousands of dollars in these companies unless you want to, but just invest a little bit. Take four or five hundred bucks and put it into something, you know, into buying a stock that you believe in. You know, um, I, I, you know, use Pro Tools. I'm a Pro Tools user. I also use Studio One and other DAWs. Don't 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 y'all get it to arguing in the comments about what DAW is better. But in the only reason I, I I really I went hard and invested in Avid is because I use Pro Tools and because they're the only music company really that's on the stock market you know, music production like type company in the music industry that does that kind of what we do. So I invested in Avid, you know, uh, so, you know, you find things that you believe in to invest in, but the, the long, and I'll put like small caps. I don't put like, I don't invest heavy in single stocks. Like Marcus talked about earlier. I invest all the top end of what I make and what I put into the market goes into ETFs because again, that's the long-term strategy. That money is going to grow eight to ten percent per year so if you invest it you know let's just take a thousand dollars you put a thousand dollars in you know right now then that means that money is going to grow at least a hundred bucks in the next year you see what i'm saying so you take that and you marcus knows the game better than i do compound interest as you continue to invest and then you have those and i i, I have those you know there's dividend stocks i have dividend stocks they pay back into each other those dividends invest back into each other. And so that way, um, you know, I'm not touching that money. Like the, the, the income that's generating from my portfolio, I'm not touching it. I'm letting it go back into the portfolio to continue to build that portfolio and in, in, in the offerings that I have. So like you said, compound interest 10, 20 years from now, uh, that money is going to, it's, it's, it's going to explode. So if you, if I started this, like, 10 years ago, I'd be done. We, me and Marcus wouldn't even be having this conversation because I'd be somewhere out on my boat chilling, you know, yeah. just yeah. when I ain't talking to nobody, I'm done. <laughs> I ain't going to talk to nobody. I want to talk to you for, I'm done, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so you're, you're 22 year old, you 25 year old, you 26 year old, you 21 year old, you 18 year old is listening to this right now. Just 
I know you might not know much about it or know halfway what you're doing. None of us do. We, we all figured it out on a day-to-day basis. Start looking at ETF. Start looking at index funds. Robinhood, Webull, uh, and if, if you just want to keep it like simple, Acorns. Like, I love Acorns. Get in on Acorns and like just it's automatic investing. You don't even got I look at my Acorns account like maybe once every three months and just be like, oh, Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> you know, so it's those different things like that. I, I want to really hone in because I, I our community we have to grow, you know, 2022 because 2021, 2020, those were spaces for us as creators that just we got murdered. If you yeah. didn't have anything to cushion yourself, church gigs got canceled, concerts, tours got canceled. You know, they're talking about canceling stuff again already because we got the new variant floating mm-hmm. around. And so, you know, you want to be prepared for these things. You want to be in a place to where if everything falls apart tomorrow, what do you got to fall apart? What, what do you got to fall on? What what kind of, yeah. where are you going to be? Where are your family going to be? Where are you going to eat? Where are you going to sleep? So you got to think about yeah. those things. Those are just my thoughts. Anyway, I know I soapbox. Oh, that's, that's, that's real, John. I mean, I, I saw a statistic that said, uh, billionaires, the top, I don't know, whatever number of billionaires last year saw their wealth increase 54%. And now think about the people that you know and the struggle you see on, on our level. But the, the richest of them all, their wealth is increasing. You got to That's ask yourself, well, why is that? Because they're in the market. See, there's two worlds out there that you got yes. to, I go to work, I pay my bills, man, I'm, I'm trying to get a raise. I can't get a raise. Um, you know, I'm getting laid off. You know, you got that world. Yeah. And then you have the stock market. The stock market <laughs> is up, up. As, a, as a young, young boy say it's up. Yeah. And you have to find, you have to figure out how do I get into that world? Because that world seems to be re- recession proof to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 I mean, it has its dips and it has, it has its falls. Its yeah, but at the, yeah. for the most part, consistently everything, even when it drops in it, in the even when the bottom fell out of the market in twenty twenty, we had a crash. Like it recovered. Ooh. Like it's it's in like man, Tesla, Tesla. If you had invested in Tesla at the as they saw it at the dip, if it if you had got in at Tesla, in when I wish I would have, I got in later in the game. If I got in Tesla. When it was in in the beginning, at the end of um, at the middle of uh, twenty twenty, when it all fell apart, mm-hmm. Tesla stock was like two hundred something like dollars a share, something around in there. Man, if I dropped five figures in there real quick, just got about ten k worth of of just Tesla stock and just held it. Don't touch it. Just leave it alone and held it until now. It's $1,200 a share. John, like, that's just the crazy. Dips are like, you should learn to love the dips because yes. the dips is when people is when millionaires are made. And that's not exactly. a joke. It's not because a joke. Let's say if you're investing uh, consistently in, I don't know, Apple, you, you mm-hmm. get a share of Apple a month, right? And there's a stock market crash or dip. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, now I lost X amount. Mm-hmm. If you continue to invest consistently, your same amount of money is now buying more shares of exactly. that. Exactly. 
And the stock market, if it's down, it can only go one other way. It has oh. to go up at some point. Yeah. And when it goes up, usually the growth is exponential. exponential. And yeah. now, you know, all those shares that you bought when it was down because you kept going and kept consistently, you know, buying shares. Exactly. Now those shares are up. So the stock market, somebody said the stock market is the only place that it goes on sale and we run away. <laughs> That's like, good. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so good. If Man, Walmart's I'm on sale, selling PS5s for half the price, we all going to Walmart. We all going to Walmart, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, that's that's the whole thing, man. It's it's in, it's investing uh, consistently in whatever you invest in, whether it's the market, whether it's real estate, whether it's these things, because again, like, um, you know, these things are going to happen, you know what I mean? And you got to be prepared uh, to kind of move forward in, in, in those, in those areas and in those regions to, to do that. So I'm, I'm always, I'm all ears at this point, because again, I'm trying to invest in my first property this year. I got a whole strategy within the next five years that I want to be uh, in a different, in a certain place financially to where I'm not having to do, because, you know, you just you just gotta work. You just gotta do better. That's just the main thing. That's the main thing for our community. I I don't want to hear these tragic stories, you know, anymore. You know, I hear these stories all the time. You know, he passed away. He didn't leave his kids nothing. His wife didn't have anything. His wife, you know, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Or you know, this happened and that happened, and uh, you know, he got sick. You know. And couldn't, you know, so, and my point, it's about legacy. It's about like, what happens when I get out of here? What happens when I leave? What do I, what am I leaving my family? What am I leaving my children? You know what I'm saying? What, what am I doing uh, to, to further the next generation? And these are the conversations that I want to have, because like I said, I don't, I, I want to empower our community to be able to move, um, you know, into this thing. And, and if, the, if the church decides they want to, I'm sorry, I can't pay you this week. I'm sorry, I can't. Oh, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. I got this going on. I got that going on. I don't have to, I'm not, I'm not attached to your system. I got my own system that I've created. I got my own wealth that's coming in. I can, I can, you know, I can, I can pay myself, you know, <laughs> out of my yeah. own business, out of my own wealth. I can replace that income with what I what I'm making myself when I'm generating over here from this and that. So I got some things that I want to really dig in this this year with like different um different people. I want to bring in some, you know, different people like Marcus to sit back and talk about how in we're gonna keep this from happening again to creatives to what happened to us in twenty 2020, twenty in twenty twenty one. We're gonna make sure that this you guys are in a position to where you don't have to struggle the way uh, that we struggled in those two years or what have you. So it's just yeah. it's just the way the game is played. I mean, yeah, it's this is this has been great, man. I know there's so many other layers we could we could we could be here literally all day trying to exhaust this. And this is why I, you know I'm gonna try to at least bring you back on a couple more times. We could sit back and maybe pick up where we left off and and talk through. You know, even some of the depths of it, you know, the other because I know it's a whole strategy. My man said he's trying to get 13 properties and he just don't number five. That's why he be smiling like that. That's why Marcus be smiling like that. This dude got five properties in two in, across three different states. And this dude got, uh, you know, y'all don't even know the hustle. Like I talk about that. We didn't even get into that. The hustle thing. This dude got a whole third shift job. This dude knocking out tracks for Loop Community. 
this dude doing Delaney land, knocking out tracks and stuff all day, dealing with folks. His, his wife got probably, she probably got two or three jobs. This dude be squeezing in Uber Eats and stuff like that, man. This dude got a whole website, uh, Black Married and Debt Free. Then he got, he got, um, he got uh, the YouTube channel. And he got a podcast for it with 20,000 monthly active listeners. That's it's why this dude's smiling like that. This dude's smiling because he's making all that money. That's what he over there smiling about, investing 40% of his income. This dude can afford to invest 40%, you know, live off 60. This dude living off 60% of his income. This is why he over there smiling and laughing and stuff. Because he cause he already know, like, man, this dude, this dude wake up in the morning, check his Wells Fargo account, and just start smiling. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's what it is. That's why this dude out here, this, this dude out here cheesing like that. I'd be doing the same. I, I don't know where you get to, where you find it. Like, I know I do a lot. I know I do a lot, but I literally... Do not know how you find the time, and then have then still have the the, the audacity and the gall to drop a lo-fi beat at least once or twice a week on on IG. I'm like, where does this dude have time to do any of this? This dude is like straight up uh, uh, immortal. <laughs> like this dude is this dude is immortal. Like I don't I don't get it. Like. Explain that first and then close out the video. Explain where you get this, all of this energy, all of this life from to be able, and this time to be able to do this besides, unless you got a time machine somewhere, and we don't know nothing about that you just doing all of this stuff with, man. Man, honestly, John, I, I, I think I, I might have said this on one of your other podcasts, but I think I've always been, I've always had functioning ADD. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I can't. Just I get bored I get easily, it. so I'm like, man, I want to do like I want to have options to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a creative dude, and it's yeah. like I want to be able to do this, you know. And then when yeah. that gets boring, I want to do that, you know. Yeah. So I like to have a lot of options of things I can do. So that's why I got like podcasts, music. And when I'm bored, I just like let me try make a lo-fi track, you know. what I mean, <laughs> Post it on IG real quick. This guy, man, I'll be. Yeah. But you know what, John? That's a great segue though, because. Like to the musicians that are listening, like think of a world where imagine your world where music was an option, mm -hmm. like a world like how fat would your chords be? How robust would your creativity be if you didn't do it because you had to or Come because on. it was obligation? Come on, you know. And so that's what this conversation really is trying to to stir up in you is. Yeah. You know, make the sacrifices now so that you know some years down the line, you you can you can do music because because for the pure love of it. Love and I of think it. for many of us, it turns into a gig and a mm -hmm. job, mm -hmm. and then that's toxic. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like you, you you're doing it just because you you have the ability, mm -hmm. and and you know I think God wants us to get to a place where it's we have a love for it again. And yeah. you know I really had to take a step back. Um, as far as like playing at churches, because I started to realize like, as I age, I was like, I was just doing it because I needed that money. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on musicians, let's keep it a thousand. Keep it a thousand, You're, bro. Many of us are playing at the, that storefront because they give you X amount and you need X amount. Mm -hmm. But what if you could, what if you didn't need that money? Like mm. how much more could you give if, if, if it wasn't something like, I have to check this off my box in order to pay this bill. 
And yeah. so that's the place we want to get to. And I feel myself transitioning there. Yeah. That's why I was able to say, you know, uh, it was a great um, breakup because I, I was feeling like I kind of, I'm outgrowing, you know, playing yeah. Sunday after Sunday. And then the pandemic happened. So that was a great segue to say, hey, pastor, you know, uh, when you guys reopen, I won't, you know, I'm going to be transitioning, doing other things, wow. using my time in other ways to, to benefit the kingdom, you know? So we really want mm -hmm. you to get there, mm -hmm. man. I think that's what me and John really wanted to have this conversation yeah. about to so just open your mind up. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, imagine being a content creator for the love of it. Exactly. It's not about views. It's not about revenue. You know, exactly. it's just about like, I just love doing this, you know? So exactly. that's the place that we all want to get to. So that's hopefully we said something that could, could really inspire could you spark to that. Yeah, yeah, spark that. Yeah. I'm with it, man. Cause that's where I'm at. That's, that's, right. I walked away from the same 2020, I guess, like I said, 2020, 2021 was just years of transition. And I did the same thing while me and the T-Dub was talking about the same thing in our, in our interview, in our podcast is that, you know, there's this, there's this tension sometimes if you're an, a creative and entrepreneur, it's just always this tension that's pulling you away from it. And plus like, yo, let's keep it a buck. Like most most of us, especially in the church world, in the church, you know, musician world, and you know, we've been doing this since we was like four or five years old. Like, I I got started late. I was like nine, ten, yeah. you know, when I started playing. <laughs> but most of us, like, you know, what I'm saying we've been. If you if you in, if you 38, 39, 40, you know, if you in that range, you've been you've been doing the church gig for like 30 years yeah. at that point. You know what I'm saying? I know some cats that was playing with pacifiers in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some of y'all been in this game so long and you have to look back over it and see what have I gained? Now it's that's nothing against ministry. That's nothing against serving. Some of you are in a place where you need to serve. You need to learn how to be faithful. All of my six-figure skills, all of my six-figure skills Every one of them can be traced back to serving in ministry. I cannot take that away from from that. So I'm not saying a hey, church musician get out, get 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 out, of, get stop playing from church, stop stop playing for church, don't play for church, don't do that, don't do that. I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that um, number one, you need to learn how to develop other skills other streams of income, other sources of income outside of that main church gig, you know, because if I had just stayed in that place and just kept, you know, being a church musician and going with the okie doke and just, you know, doing that, I would not be where I'm at now. I would not be in Charlotte, North Carolina. I would not have I went on a house. I wouldn't, you know, be, you know, have the businesses that I've been doing. I wouldn't have traveled all the places that I tried. I wouldn't know the people that I was know. I'd still be content with just being, you know, in that in that in that little box you know that i was in and and playing there and would have never grew and never stretched and my family would have been poor as the result of it so i had to cultivate those skills i had to learn those scarce skills i learned I, I went beyond just being the church musician i started editing video for the church i started doing websites for the church i started doing and all of those things that i started doing and serving my church ended up turning into six-figure skills that i could use outside of the church which ultimately led me to be able to walk away from it and now it's an option now i get to sit in the congregation with my wife and my kids 
and just enjoy the music and enjoy the ministry for what it is. And I don't have to, I'm just going to keep it a buck. I don't have to be behind the curtain with the, with the wizard of Oz and see all of the drama that's really going on behind there and see all of the tent and, and really understand what all the tension is on the praise team and understand. I don't, I don't, I'm not in that battle no more. I don't have to go to rehearsal. I don't have to do those things. I can just sit back and just enjoy ministry, enjoy church, enjoy worship at the, at the core level of what it is and not have to be all the way invested into a church situation in order to, you know, to, to be able to feel like I'm enjoying it. And that's the season I'm in and the season I'm continuing to grow in. So that's what we want. That's the core. That's the core of the conversation. I hope you walk away with that. I hope you walk away, way, way with that. So uh, back to Marcus and we're going to really end this thing for real right now. So <laughs> Marcus, so you got a lot of uh, resources that you have developed for the uh, for the community, your YouTube channel, your podcast, uh, which is killing the game. I, I highly suggest you guys uh, go listen to that uh, and really dig in because everything that we talked about in this little one hour, you know, podcast, this dude talks about every day, you know, on his podcast, and it's like an archive of yeah. a wealth of information on investing, on real estate, on all those things. So you definitely need to connect with this dude, um, with his platforms that he's doing and see what that, what the other side of this thing, this musician thing looks like, because this is, we should all have this mentality that Marcus has cultivated over these years. And so let them know, cause I know you got courses, you got all of this stuff going on, man, to give them the spiel on what they can get and how they can grow. Cool. Thanks, John. I appreciate it, man. So, uh, yeah, the podcast, me and my wife, um, we started a, a platform to kind of, like John said, document everything that we we're doing and we've done in the area of finance and, and uh, educate others. The platform is black married and debt free, which is simply what me and my wife are, mm -hmm. um, what we're about. So you can check us out. If you Google black married and debt free, it'll uh, take you to our website, which is kind of like the hub for everything we do. Um, if you wanted to just check out our podcast, you know, please do that. We had John uh, on our podcast. Mm -hmm. We interviewed so many amazing people that are doing uh, great things in the area of finance and business. So you can check us out at Black Married, Black Married and Debt Free Podcast, YouTube, same same handle, and we're also fairly active on Instagram. Uh, so you can check us out at Black Married Debt Free. And uh, yeah, man, the, I'm gonna leave y'all with this: the 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 common thread is that music funded all of this for me. Like Whoa, from the money yeah. that most of <laughs> most of our debt payoff and our investment now is heavily funded by what I've been blessed to do with my hands, which is make music. And so I know it's possible. It's um, possible. I'm not special. I'm not the, the, the dopest musician now. I'm not, you know, Damn. anything crazy like that. I've just been a good steward with the gifts God has given me. And so hopefully this is an encouragement to you to do the same thing because it's 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 possible and uh yeah man thanks for having me on john Appreciate yes sir it. man man you're definitely an inspiration to me if you're not an inspiration to anybody else that's why i rock with you because it's iron sharpening iron bro like i'm 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 definitely because like i said we we on the beginning stages of this real estate thing so you know i'm about to be lighting your ear up like hey okay core four all right one percent <laughs> 
I'm I'm in it. Uh, you know, and I need to figure out how I can be in it to win it. So you need your help. So um, definitely going to be doing that. And you guys should do the same. Connect with him and uh, do that because it's just it's just loads and tons of inspiration there that can help you drive this next uh, phase of your life. So that's all I got. You know what we do on this uh, on these podcasts. You know and on YouTube and wherever you're watching. There's a little button. It's a little thing that says subscribe. But uh, and if you could just go ahead and subscribe uh, to the podcast to the uh, uh, the YouTube channel, all those different things like that. Uh, that would be a major blessing because I got some I got some powerhouse guests like Marcus and a whole slew of other people that we're gonna be like doing some heavy conversations with this year because my game is to help the community um, with these resources and that there can be no more tragic stories you're gonna keep hearing me say that all year I'm building up something that's gonna make a whole lot of sense as I continue to be but no more tragic stories we're gonna stop hearing these we're gonna stop you know doing these chicken dinners and all this stuff to raise money for these funerals and things like that we got we got some stuff planned that's really gonna bless the community this year and I'm looking forward to uh, to really doing that so make sure you subscribe and get in on the comments and let's start the conversation I'll be down there ready to interact with you guys and, and learn your thoughts and, and, and you know mix and mingle with you guys like that and you know do what you gotta do like it comment subscribe do all that stuff I'm out talk to you next week holla at your boy <laughs>